Hi, and welcome back to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. I'm your host, Ray Dove, with REMAX Eastside Brokers here in Bellevue, Washington. For those of you that aren't familiar with Bellevue, Washington, depending upon where you're hearing the podcast, it's just east of Seattle. You have to go over a couple of bridges to get here, but we're about 15-20 minute drive. And some of the cities around the areas that I am in are Bellevue, Kirkland, Redmond, Issaquah, Bothell, Woodville, North Renton. Just to kind of give you a, a loose lay of the land or where I'm coming from and the locations I'm at. So bear with me a little bit today. I thought I'd give a quick housing market update uh, that I read in an article and it's very pertinent information. So I thought I'd share this with you folks so you'd have a little bit more uh, content, context as to what's going on with our crazy real estate market and what does it really look like. So the article comes out and says, housing market update, homes sell at fastest pace on record. 59% of all homes that go on the market go under contract within two weeks. It says early indicators of home buyer demand reflect that more are throwing in the towel though as prices climb to new heights and mortgage rates tick up. The key housing market takeaways for 400 plus U U.S. metro areas during the four-week period ending March 28th. And this is the information we're going to have. These are year-over-year -year comparisons in this report are more of a reflection of the fact that this time last year, stay-at-home orders halted both home buying and selling activity than of how the housing market has changed over the past year. The medium home sales price increased 17% over year-to-year, -year, which is an all-time high. Asking prices of newly listed homes rose 14% over year to year, another all-time high. Pending home sales, that means that they're sold, they've approved of the building inspection, they're just getting ready to go through the final lending process and the escrow process. It's up 28% from the same period of 2019, which is a more typical year for a housing market. Compared to the previous four-week period, pending sales grew just 09 percent the smallest growth between two reports since the four-week period entering February 21st. Between the same period in 2019, pending sales rose 6%. New listings of homes for sale were down 2% from the same period in 2020 and down 5% from the same period in 2019. Active listings, the number of homes listed for sale at any point during the period, fell. 42% for the same period in 2020 to a new all-time low. This is the largest decrease on record in this data, which goes back through 2016. 59% of homes that went under contract had accepted offer within the first two weeks on the market. This is an all-new time high for this measure since at least 2012, as far back as the data goes for measuring this. During the seven-day period ending March 28, 61% of homes sold in two weeks or less. 40% of homes that went under contract had an accepted offer within one week of hitting the market, an all-time high and up 33% during the same period a year earlier. 41% of homes sold for more than the list price on an all-time high and 16 percentage points higher than the same period a year earlier. The average sale to list price ratio, which measures how close homes are selling to their asking prices, increased to 100.4%. So at 4% on average throughout these 400 cities is what the homes sold for, which is an all-time high and two percentage points higher than a year earlier. Now, in our market and a lot of other markets throughout the nation, 
some homes are selling for a hundred, hundred fifty, two hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars over the asking price. But those are the exception to the rule. That's not on every house sale. Now, sadly, the ones I try to help my buyers buy, it's happened to us several times. And also, I had a seller who put their home on the market. We had four showings. Three of the people said, "Yeah, no, it's not the house for us." The fourth one said, "Yeah, we'll buy it." We'll pay full price. And the seller then got very upset after he signed the listing for that price and then signed the transaction for that price and accused me of underpricing their home. But the fact of the matter is, the right home shows up on the market, the right buyer shows up. It's all a timing mechanism. And if the right buyer shows up, they perceive value of the home, they'll step up in this market or any market and make an offer. In this case, it was full price, all cash. I caution the sellers, look, you may not get multiple offers, but historically, typically the first offer you get is the best offer that you're going to get. So don't be disappointed if someone comes in and says, hey, we're going to give you your full price, but we're not going to pay more than that unless you have a competing offer to convince us to pay more than that. But if not, then we'll pay your full price. So not every home selling over for asking price. Some are, and you have to be ready to, to decide if you want to pay so much more over the asking price. But as a seller, you have to be okay with selling the home what you have it listed for. And if you're lucky enough to get more, good for you. It goes on to say here that for the seven-day period ending March 28th, the seasonally adjusted home buyer demand index, a measure of requests for home tours and other services, was up 148% from the same period a year ago when housing demand was near the lowest point it would hit during the pandemic. Compared with the same one-week period in 2019, demand is up 57%. Here's an indicator of things to, to come maybe. Mortgage purchase applications decreased 2% week over week, seasonally adjusted, and were up 39% from a year earlier, unadjusted, during the week ending March 26th, for the week ending April 1st, 30-year mortgage rates increased slightly to a little over 3%, the highest level since June of 2020. It says here, some home buyers have reached their limit on bidding wars and soaring prices. Add to the mix a dwindling number of homes for sale and rising mortgage rates, and the typical family that is still searching for an affordable house may have missed the boat. First-time home buyers who are already stretching their budgets will have to make bigger compromises on size and location or resign to renting for another year. However, those who are flexible should look to the condo market where there's still a bit less competition. Looking ahead, Biden's infrastructure plans aims to incentivize zoning for multifamily homes, which could increase the supply of affordable homes and provide even more people path to home ownership. But there's no guarantee the incentives would be enough for local governments to change their zoning practices. So they've got a lot of metrics here that they've laid out in terms of what I just shared with you, and they show 2019, 2020, 2021. I will say from showing homes in my general east, what we call the east side market, the inventory is very limited. Very few homes, if any, are on the market over a week. There's one area that I'm watching for a prospective seller of mine, a city called Sammamish, which is east of Bellevue. And everything that goes on the market is selling there within a week. There's been several homes got on the market, but they sell within a week, and they're selling anywhere from 100 
to three hundred thousand dollars over the asking price. So it's amazing to to watch that play out. Yet I've been showing a prospective buyer over in Seattle, over in the University of Washington district, the Capitol Hill district, Belltown area, which is downtown Seattle. Uh, another area over by Lake Union, Queen Anne area, all really close to downtown Seattle. And I'm surprised that how many condo townhome units are on the market and sitting on the market. Mostly new construction, but they're finished. They're ready to be sold. But we were able to stay pretty busy on three or four outings that we've had to look at condos and they're still on the market. So. Yes, I and mean, I don't have anybody looking in the in the east side market for condos, but I would suspect if I were to go around and pull up all the condos, we might see the similar type trend of those are staying on the market a little longer than homes. I think people prefer homes, but their budgets might dictate that they go to condos or townhomes. Some of the things that's a challenge on condos and townhomes is the homeowner dues. And some of those homeowners can be five, six, seven, eight hundred, a thousand dollars a month. And use the buyer, you have to qualify for that HOA monthly payment in addition to the house payment. So that could be the challenge on being able to perform and actually close escrow on a condo or tunnel. Not to mention that you know they're not meant for. Uh, larger families. Uh, a lot of the condos and tunnels I've been showing are meant for a single person or a couple because they have limited square footage, li limited space requirements, and parking is restrictive. There might be a parking pad, there may not be. And then, you know, on street parking is always a challenge in a lot of neighborhoods in Seattle. I hope this information helps you a little bit of, of, of kind of seeing on the outside looking and trying to figure out what do we do uh, in this market. If you're a buyer, again, it's going to be a challenge. You have to decide whether you want to remove financing as a condition, whether you want to remove the building inspection as a condition, if you want to waive the right uh, for the Form 17, if, if you want to do non-refundable earnest money deposit and pay more than other people are willing to pay for a home. With some guidance from your real estate agent, if you're working with one, they should be able to help you look at the information and see what it has been selling and what might be the best solution for you. If you don't have someone that you're chatting with, that's why I'm here. Feel free to give me a call or text me at 425-681-8630. Or you're also welcome to email me at raydoveremax at gmail.com. More than happy to share my insights, my experience and expertise with you to help you plot your course and your efforts to buy a home and if you're a home seller thinking about selling your home same thing be more than happy to sit down and analyze the data and, and help you decide what's the best course of action for you to try to get the highest best possible price without pricing yourself out of the market once again this is ray dove remax eastside brokers this is real estate keeping it simple i hope you your friends and family are all doing well and are safe Thanks for listening. Until next time, be well.